Welcome back to the Scribes Journal. I am your host, Scribe of Worlds, back again in the recording booth with my co-host, the Violet Author, and today Hello. joined by Returner. Sorry. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just realized I cut off your introduction of yourself. <laughs> yes. So Violet is at here. At least you remembered. At least you remembered I existed this time. Yes. I mean, I I have to remember you exist because you you took over the podcast last week, and thank you very much for doing Did. that. That was a lot of fun. We had guest star Grant on um yes. and he we had a lot of fun talking about the first few days of NaNoWriMo with him but today we have a returning guest star who I am super excited to have on because I wasn't sure she was going to do NaNoWriMo and when I heard she was I was so pumped to get her back on here we have LB Perdan back with us today and I'm super excited hello Lauren yes hello it's good to be back I was excited when you guys reached out you know we had such a fun time with you last time, and we're excited yeah. to hear about what's going on this time. Yes, yeah. yes, me too. <laughs> so just quick update us on your writing journey so far, because coming up in December, you have a new book coming out. Mm -hmm. And we haven't really talked much about your book series, because the last time that we talked, you were, I don't know if you were in editing, but we were talking about editing because you were a published author. Mm -hmm. So now kind of update us on, you know, where you are in the writing process and what your current nano project is. And we'll kind of jump in from there. Let's I would like yeah. before we before we like jump into the nano, um, how is the second book coming along? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, I published my first book, uh, The Black Crow Flies, early this year in January. And so immediately after that, I got work to work on book two, uh, Rise of the White Owl. And yeah, I think last time I was on uh, the podcast, I was in the midst of editing or at least kind of going <laughs> through one of my drafts of book two. Um, so that is now with my editor. It's in the last stage of edits before the proofread. So right now she's going through like the copy edits and line edits of the book. And so it's with my editor right now. I get it back in uh, hopefully next week. And um, from there, it goes off to my proofreaders and my um, advanced um, reader copy team. So the my ARC team. And so and then it'll be out at hopefully the end of December is the goal right now. So yeah, it's very exciting. And it's already like, oh my goodness, I have the second book coming out. It feels like I just put out book one. And yeah, but it's been a fun journey. Yeah. We didn't get the chance to talk about this last time, but can you just like quick promo your book for people who are listening? Who is your book geared toward and who would who would enjoy to read your book? What's it about? Yeah, absolutely. So my book, um, The Black Crow Flies, is a young adult fantasy novel. Um, and kind of the premise is it follows two childhood best friends 10 years after their city was burned to the ground. And so now 10 years later, one is an elite soldier of the king commissioned to hunt the other one down. And so one is an elite soldier and the other is the most wanted woman in the country. And so it's an interesting dynamic between the two characters. It's dual POV, so we get to see both of their perspectives throughout the book. Um, and it's, it is a young adult book, so both of my characters are in their late teens. But me, as someone who's in their mid-20s, I still love reading young adult books. And so I say oh, yeah, me too. it's good anywhere from like 12 years old and up. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. my, I've 
heard good reviews from everyone and pretty much any other age demographic. So yeah, That's great. and I'm I'm actually holding my copy in my hand right now, and I want to point out that it's 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 not only a great read, but it's a beautiful cover. And you recently mm-hmm. just had your cover release for your second book, I and did, I just want to say yeah. I think it is so cool. I love the theme of what you've got going on with it. How cool is that? I mean, I've always dreamed of holding my own book in my hand, but holding two that sounds so exciting. Yeah, it was it was really exciting when I got like my first proof copy of book two in the mail, even though it's with my editor right now. I went ahead and ordered a proof copy just to make sure like all the formatting was right. And, you know, like the cover looked good in person. Um, And so it was it was crazy kind of holding the two next to each other and seeing how the covers look together. And book two is is quite a bit longer than book one also. And so it was like, oh, my goodness, like (laughs) actually seeing how much I had written over the last year was crazy, too. But it was very exciting. Isn't Isn't it almost double the length of your first one? It's like 50% longer. And so if you were to cut my first one in half and then add like half of it onto the original word count, that's the length of it. So my first book was about 80,000 words. This one's about 120,000. So yeah. Wow. Well, that's really exciting. Okay. So that's Mm -hmm. what you've got going on right now. So NaNoWriMo, we are day 12 of NaNoWriMo. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So first off, like, tell us a little bit about your project, because I feel it, like it ties into what we've just been talking about. Mm-hmm. And then kind of tell us how this month's been going for you. Yeah, absolutely. So my NaNoWriMo project this month is uh, the book three in the series. So it's Red Hawk's Reign is book three. And initially, I actually wasn't going to do book three for my NaNoWriMo project. I had a couple of other ideas. I kind of wanted to take a step back from the series, but I really haven't touched the series in the last six weeks or so since it's been with my editor and I started to feel kind of you know like chomping at the bit to get into book three and and I really wanted to get book three at least semi-drafted before book two releases um, just so I'm on track and I have a better um, understanding of kind of more details of what book three is going to look like and so I started drafting that and I had worked on the outline in October a little bit and then I started drafting it at the beginning of November. So that's that's been fun, kind of starting a new draft over from scratch after yeah. I've been like in the weeds of editing for a while. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I I'll admit I was surprised because I was certain that you were going to do a little bit more work on your book, Missed Connections, the airport romance novella that you have teased in the back of your book. Uh, also by Elby Perdan, uh, and I thought you were going to go with that for NaNoWriMo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was one of the projects that I had considered doing. I know that's one that like I have in the back of my books, and I'm like, I promise it's coming, guys. It's just um. Yeah, it's, it's like that one's the one I'm excited about, but it's a whole different feel from the fantasy books I'm currently writing. And so sometimes yeah. like I'm excited about it, but it's going to be much more of like a contemporary like romance read. So I'm excited to dive into that one, too, hopefully in the next couple of months here. And that one's going to be a pretty quick turnaround, I think, to to when it's going to be published. But that's exciting because I, I remember I was actually in the room with you when you were kind of like working through the first, I think it was the first draft of it. And I got to hear, this is way back in the day, I got to hear a little bit of the concept then. So I'm excited to hear about more of that as you get closer to focusing on that. But also kudos to you for sticking in the world because Scribe and I have talked about this before. 
staying in the world and the importance of that uh, and the fact that you're you're sticking with it and you're pushing through because you want to be able to finish this series. I really commend you for that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So is this third and final book? Like, is this going to be a trilogy or is it, are you expecting a, a longer series? Like, Ooh, kind of that's, the, that's a million dollar question right now. <laughs> so... So initially, when I started this, ser- this series, I had it planned to be a trilogy um, with Red Hawk's Rain being the final one and then um, planning to write a prequel kind of following um, some of the older characters that we see in this series. I was going to write a prequel following them when they were younger and kind of how the conflict came to happen in this world. So that was the initial plan was to have a trilogy with like a prequel and my wonderful husband who helps me so much with world building and details. um, Ever since I started writing book two, he's been like, Lauren, like you got to do one more book. He's like, you got to have four books because like there's so much that it's just like I'm working towards right now. And he's like, you could, oh, he, he really wants me to do a fourth book. He's like, there's so much good stuff here. Like you could really pull this out into a bigger conflict. So right now. Yeah. That's one of the reasons actually why I chose to do this book for NaNoWriMo was because I was like, man, like if if I end up drafting this book three and I realize like he's right, like I need to have a final book forward to wrap up this series. Like I I need to know that earlier now um, so that I can I can be on track for that for the for the new year. So or whether I need to wrap everything up in book three. So that's kind of up in the air right now. Right. Um, potentially it'll be four books, but it'll either be three or four right now. And then I'm also looking hopefully to do a couple of spinoff series in the same world, but following some of the other minor characters, side characters that we see throughout the series. I'd like to do a couple of spinoffs following some of their POVs um, and what happens after Very this cool. series concludes. So Yeah. So you know, I know NaNoWriMo is kind of a, a, a short time to draft a book. So is that different from how the other two came about? Or is this kind of, you know, 30 days to get the, the idea of what your novel looks like pretty typical for you? Oh, yeah. So for me, NaNoWriMo month looks a lot different than how I normally write. Because for me, I am a habitual, I edit as I go usually. Um, and so... Mm book two when I was drafting this past this previous book really draft one was kind of just like a glorified outline where I went through and I outlined things really in detail and I would write certain scenes and uh, like certain big moments and I had ideas uh, for other parts and that was kind of really my draft one for book two and then I'd go in and as I write the actual scenes and kind of flesh them out more usually my outline ends up changing Or sometimes I'll get, you know, halfway to two thirds of the way through a book. And I'm like, actually, you know what, this plot point doesn't really work here. I'm going to change it a little bit. So then I have to go back and make sure I'm like foreshadowing that properly and making sure like my character motivations still line up. And so that's usually what it looks like for me drafting normally is I go back and I re-edit a bunch of times. Not like fine detail stuff, but just making sure if there's something that I'm like, I'm going to have to rewrite this anyway uh, for it to make sense later, I might as well go ahead and rewrite it now. But during NaNoWriMo, I really try and get in that mindset because it's such a short period of time of just powering through the draft. And like, even there's a scene right now that I'm in where I'm like, I know I'm probably going to have to rewrite this. Like, I'm really not happy with how it is. Um, I want to slow things down a little bit, you know, get to know kind of the new characters I'm introducing a little bit more. I might even change the setting that it's in, but I'm like, but I just need to get it on the page so that I can continue to write the draft because the big picture details are still there. 
And so it looks quite a bit different than how I normally draft. Gotcha. Do you feel like you like this method more or less than how you normally write? <laughs> I think it has its time and place. Um, I think it is nice. <laughs> it's not, I don't think it's something that I normally prefer to do all the time. I think I'm definitely more of a, a planner. I like outlining things more in detail. But at the same time, there is something really nice about just being able to sit down and write like kind of as I go and like let the characters take over a little bit more and get excited, you know, as things are developing. It's it's almost like I'm surprising myself like I'm like, oh, OK, this is where it's going. And <laughs> so so it's it's fun. It's different. And I think it definitely stretches me and makes me grow as a writer. But it's it's a good challenge, but I, it's definitely not something I prefer to do all the time. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, you know, are you doing the 50,000 word word count or have you set a different goal for this draft? And then where are you on? Yeah, what is what is your word count right now? <laughs> so uh, I do kind of I do use like the official NaNoWriMo like website to kind of keep me on track because I'm really motivated by like if there's anything like I use Duolingo for language learning. Like there's anything like, oh, man, I got to keep my streak. And they kind of have that on NaNoWriMo oh, sure. too. So that motivates me a lot. But, and so that for, an, got for November. Badges. Yes. Yes. And that, that motivates me. I'm a little bit competitive. So, so that I do have that automatically set to 50,000 words for NaNoWriMo. Um, but for me, uh, this month for NaNoWriMo was my goal personally. Um, obviously I do would, I would love to complete this first draft. I know when this book is done, it's going to be far longer than 50,000 words. So like right. even it's going to be a very rough draft if I, if I complete the 50,000 word count this month. Um, so I think there's a lot of scenes I'm going to summarize and everything. But for me, the, my biggest goal this month for NaNoWriMo was just to make sure I'm writing every day, whether that's mm. actually meeting the expected word count for NaNoWriMo or if it's jotting down, you know, for five minutes before I fall asleep, the next few, you know, sentences in the scene. It's just making sure I'm getting into that habit. And um, just that I'm writing every day, because especially because I haven't been in the last couple of months while I've been editing. So that's that's my big goal for this month. Yeah. So and so far, you've been writing every single day. Like, have you been successful in that? Yes, for the most part. I missed one day. I missed this past Saturday because uh, mm. we were traveling all day for work. And so but but I was still like jotting down notes in my phone and thinking about it. I just didn't actually get to my document. But so far, I've been writing um, every other day this month. So, yeah, so it's, it's been exciting. Right. What is your current word count at, if you had to estimate? <laughs> yeah, so my current word count, um, actually, let me pull it. I always have my document up on my computer. <laughs> uh, my current <laughs> word count is not nearly as far along as it needs to be for this point in time. Um, but I'm excited because I've been working on the outline more. And um, as I work on the outline more, I think things like click into place and I feel like I can write a little clearer. So right now I'm sitting at about 3,500 words, which is nowhere near where it needs to be for this part of the month. But I've been writing every day and I'm excited about uh, kind of picking things up in the next couple of weeks here. Yeah. And I think, you know, yeah. the most important part of NaNoWriMo is really finding your goal and sticking to it and making a realistic goal. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I remember the, our first episode in November, one of the things that we said was NaNoWriMo is so customizable. You can mm -hmm. set it for 40,000 words. You can set it for 30,000 words, or you can do the novella challenge. You can do a full length novel. You can do edits. And so, you know, if your goal this month is to write every single day and you're hitting that goal for the most part, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's fantastic. And that's that's kind of the the point, you know, winning NaNoWriMo. Yeah, we want to see the word count, obviously. 
But winning NaNoWriMo really is is that discipline and achieving your own personal goal, whether or not you hit the magical number of 50,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. On the official NaNoWriMo site, it says at this point that we're supposed to be at 20,000 words. And I'm here <laughs> to tell you that you are not alone, Lauren, in being very behind mm-hmm. in that goal because I have unfortunately only written 5,500 words for my end of the goal, which is for me, I at first... I felt really disappointed by it. But then Scribe came over for a few days and helped me be very realistic about what was going on in my personal life right now. Three separate events happening in my life right now that were completely unexpected that have been really throwing me for a loop. I really like what you said about you're hitting your goal. You're doing, you're writing every day. I Mm -hmm. want to be writing every day. And I feel like the fact that I haven't been, I think one of the things that's been so difficult for me is that every time I sit down to write, if I only have 10 minutes to write, I don't write because I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter because I'm not going to be able to hit 1,776 words every day like I'm supposed to be. So I haven't been writing because of that. And honestly, your your mindset, I feel like I'm going to adopt that for this NaNoWriMo. Um, Being realistic with myself, I may not, I'm probably not going to hit 50,000 words. But if at this point I push and I say, hey, I wrote every day for half the month, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I feel like that's going to help me be so much more productive than trying to force myself to hit this word count every single day because I was and it it just it killed me. It really did kill me. Yeah. 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 And I I feel that, too. And and I've done NaNoWriMo before. And it's it's true. Kind of like that pressure of like, I don't know if I can hit my word count or like, oh, goodness, it's. 11 p.m. and I'm getting ready for bed and I haven't sat down and written today. And and for me, that's why this month I was like, I just want to try and write every day, just get in the habit of it, make sure I'm just in my story. And often that for me looks like just five or 10 minute writing sprints, uh, just when I sit down and I have a moment. Mm-hmm. And and you said you have 5,500 words, which that's 5,500 words more than you had at the beginning of the month. And so that's success right there too. <laughs> that's true. very true. I I appreciate that. I I do. You know, and Mm -hmm. and not for nothing, Violet, if you remember, before we started November, you had written like 200 words in the past six weeks or whatever it was. So 5,000 in 12 days is a a great comeback. It's definitely a a much bigger median than than I had previously. I found out what the problem was. Uh, Scribe and I figured it out together while we were sitting and doing a sprint, actually. I really, really gave myself something tough. This is a project where I have to do a lot of killing my darlings. And Mm -hmm. I had to get through one chapter. Not even a full chapter. I had to get through half a chapter that that involved me cutting so many things. And then... Once I made it through that, I think it was like an hour scribe that we sat there and I wrote like 20 words and did a lot of cutting. All of a sudden I was like, oh, okay, it's all new past this point. And I went near like right through like a thousand words in in another hour. It was was like 200 words in one hour and then a thousand words in another hour. So hopefully have a lot more hope that past this point I will be able to do at least something every day. I really like that. I wish I had put that as my goal at the start. But at the end of the day, we can only do what we can do now. And so that's what I'm focusing on. So if there's any NaNoWriMo writers out there who feel super, super crappy, yeah, sure, you may not hit the 50,000. But the goal isn't to be 50,000. The goal is to be proud of yourself. So do whatever you can do to feel like at the end of the day, you went, yeah, I gave it a really good effort because that's the most important thing. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, and on that note, Lauren, you've you mentioned that you've done uh, nano a couple times. So, what are what is some of your advice for someone who's whether they're in the same position as you, you know, or more in the position of Violet, kind of staying on on track, staying on topic, and then what are some supports that you have in your life or your community that keep you motivated and keep you going? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, for me. Oh, goodness. So there's a couple of things um, that work for me when it comes to staying on track and uh, just sticking to my goals and everything like that. And one is for sure for me this month was to create just a more realistic one, like writing every day. I knew like I could probably do that even if I didn't meet the word count. Um, Another one for me I kind of mentioned is I'm naturally more competitive. (laughs) And so just even having things in place, like if it's helpful for you, you know, to see and work towards winning those little badges on the NaNoWriMo website of, you know, like, oh, you got a three day streak or, you know, you met your word count goal for the day or, you know, you you wrote seven days in a row. Um, for, for me, that's really encouraging. And that kind of gets me to do those like five minute sprints before bed, even if I, you know, was like, oh, I wasn't going to, but I'm like, oh, I got to keep up my streak. And another thing for me, is even just having uh, someone else, even if I don't correspond with them regularly, but someone else who even just knows I'm doing NaNoWriMo. Um, for me, that helps. Oh. This year, I think, was the first year. It is the first year that I've actually, like, friended people, I guess you could say, on the NaNoWriMo website where you can follow other people, other authors or writers who are doing NaNoWriMo, and they can follow you back and you can see each other's progress and, like, you know, cheer each other on and message each other and everything like that. And so that's been really cool this year where... There's a couple of like mutual writers that I follow on a couple of different like social media platforms. And then we're following each other during NaNoWriMo too. So those are the two, yeah, I would say I, probably I the ways that helps. Yeah, that that has helped me yeah. even this year. So mm-hmm. yeah, I this is my first time ever doing NaNoWriMo. And I'm so glad that I used the official website uh, and that I found the community tab as fast as I did because my district actually has a Discord group that is separate from the NaNoWriMo website. And we're in there all the time. We have, there's actually a a Discord bot that does sprints and will tag everyone in the Discord and be like, hey, starting up a sprint, 10 minutes, get on. And then you post at the end of the sprint, how many words you wrote. And it's a really cool way to stay connected. And there's also, they have events. Unfortunately, I have not been able to go on to one yet because all of the events happen during my working hours because I work late. Um, but my hope is that when they open up during the weekends, I'm going to be able to go and meet these people and I'm going to be able to sit down with them. And that's something that helps me a lot. I'm neurodivergent. Body doubling is a term that we use in the neurodivergent community to describe when we do best mm-hmm. working with another person nearby. So that's going to be exciting that I, I have said it so many times, but I, I really encourage anyone doing this challenge to go to the community resources tab and to find your people in your area because there are so many more writers out there than you think. And that means that there are so many more supports out there than you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that just about wraps up all of our questions. Mm-hmm. The only thing you know left to do is, Lauren, do you want to plug yourself again and tell us where you can find your book and pre-order the, um, the oh my goodness. I know it's, I know it's the- The White the- Owl- no, it's, no, no, the, the, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. The next one is, the next one is we the, know this. the white yeah, owl. We know I'm this. getting all of them. Hold on. No, no, I'm no. Getting all them. I was going to say the it. black owl. Uh, I knew, I knew the black rise, owl wasn't right. Rise, rise of the white owl. Yes. Yep. Yep. Rise yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah, it's the black, it's the black crow. It is the rise. <laughs> I was, I was trying to figure out 
I was trying to figure out the verb for the um for the black crow, mm -hmm. and then I realized there wasn't one because it's just the black crow. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, where can we where can we pre-order the Rise of the White Owl? Yeah. Um, and where can we buy the uh, the black crow and some special merch bags that might sell. No. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, my first book, The Black Crow Flies, is available uh, pretty much online wherever books are sold. So you can find it, uh, the paperback on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Nobles, like .com, Books A Million, a lot of indie bookstore websites. Um, and then you can also order signed copies through my website. So that's lbperdan.com. Um, and that's also where you can order. I have uh, these new things that actually just dropped last month are my swag bags. Um, so that's where you can order a paperback copy of The Black Crow Flies, a signed paperback copy, and then also uh, like three to five bookish goodies that includes stickers, bookmarks. Um, you might get some notes from the characters or like necklaces, um, bookish necklaces. And so those are available through my website as well, or just the paperback itself, signed copies, um, if you just like the paperback. And then it's also the ebook is available on Kindle and on Kindle Unlimited. And then uh, my second book, Rise of the White Owl, comes out December 30th. And uh, for that, you can pre order the ebook um, on Amazon Kindle right now. And then hopefully, I'm actually hoping to drop physical book pre orders um, next week, probably through my website. So that's again, lbperdan.com. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. <laughs> So mm -hmm. exciting. Um, yeah. And then, of course, you can follow me on social media um, on like Instagram and Twitter um, at uh, author LB Perdan. And then on TikTok, I'm at Lorenziano. So it's Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N-Z-Y-A-N-O. Mm -hmm. And I, I cannot shout these swag bags out enough. Uh, you also have the option, if you already have the book, to get just a swag bag by itself. Mm -hmm. I got that, yes. and I'm going to be doing an unboxing of that on my Instagram. Uh, it'll be out by now because I'm halfway through it. It takes us about a week to get these episodes out, so that's exciting. Feel free to check it out. I don't show everything, but I do show enough to show you why you should get one. Uh, and also, if you want to hear more from Lauren that talks a little bit more about uh, editing and what it's like uh, to do kind of public stuff and just Lauren in general, you can check out our other episode. It's called Just Right with LB Perdan. It's published around August. And I really like that episode. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I should clarify that uh, it's just right, but right is R-I-G-H-T, right. like just correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was a, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> there, There is another episode called Just Right, as in like writing stuff down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is that, so don't get confused. And if you're looking, you're like, whoa, where's the swag bag unboxing? Uh, feel free to check out my Instagram, at the Violet Author. And uh, Scribe posts so much content on his stuff right now. He's got one reel that's, like, way up there. It's 12K right now in views? Oh. Oh, no, it's, like, 53. Oh, that's so All exciting, right. though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah, uh, so yeah. go check him out at Scribe of Worlds. Uh, you can also check out Scribe's short stories, which he has on his website. That's Scribe of Worlds. I should know this. Yeah, you're right. It's scribeofworlds.com. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know why I doubt myself. Goodness gracious me. Um, and with <laughs> that, we know it's a bit of a shorter episode. We just want to remind everyone the reason that we're doing that is because we want to give everyone more time to write because it is nano so feel free to take any additional time that you would have listened done, that you would have used to listen to this episode to go and work on your nano rhino 
word count for the day. Remember, you don't have to hit the word count. You just have to be proud of yourself. Mm -hmm. That's all until next time. Uh, unless, Lauren, you have any last words of wisdom for our listeners? Yeah, no, I think we pretty much covered it all. Just get out there and write and know that whatever you do write, it's more than you had before. So that's success in and of itself. Mm, love, love that. It. All right, scribe. Well, until next time, down? guys. Oh, whoopsies. <laughs> you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Until next time, guys. Wander well. Goodbye.